With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. I forgot. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're 500. And we're playing a depleted team that's got no players. They got no players. COVID boosters suck. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Uh, this evening, you have the uh, distinguished pleasure of listening to myself, James Radio, struggle through this podcast i'm uh, i'm i'm playing injured i got my booster shot last night uh it's not going well for me quite frankly i'm i'm not feeling so hot we're booster um, buddies oh man did you get yours yesterday too i did but uh being not a sissy i feel fine that's good i'm really happy for you actually did, did you, you do pfizer it? or moderna uh it's it's pfizer which is what my other one was and i know you're supposed to mix it up but they didn't did you get yours? You said that you got it late because I got mine earlier and I did feel real crummy this afternoon, but I feel I've, like this. Yeah, morning, I did I mine last now. night. At like by the time, I think by the time I got it, it was like six o'clock, six thirty. Yeah, that makes sense. So anyway, all right, back to, to football, to football matters. Dolphins won their sixth game in a row. It was not pretty. Uh, did not get off to a great start. Um, I think we were talking a little bit about this off the air. This was kind of like the, I guess the Super Bowl, the Jets Super Bowl for them. They came out and threw everything, threw everything they had at us with all their all their trick plays and trickeration. We looked sluggish and slow coming out of the bye week. Uh, you know that's that's definitely what it looked like in that first quarter. Um, you know, Tua had an up and down day kind of the entire time, but he came out really really slow, and they just they weren't firing on all cylinders uh, just on offense right out of the gate. And then the defense just looked like they were kind of running in quicksand to start off. They, they fell down ten nothing hole real quick. Yeah, but honestly, that I think they they don't, that was their only one really good drive was that first drive. Um, yeah, but agreed, definitely definitely look rusty coming out of the bye, um, shooting ourselves in the foot a little bit on our first couple drives. Then two two had two terrible throws, one the pick six that made it a game again. Um, you know, we had the seven point lead, and the other interception early on was was pretty bad, uncharacteristic. So he should have had two picks in the first quarter. Like there was there was one that the, the Jets guy dropped. It got tipped in the air. Um, he threw into like double coverage or something like that, and the 
Jets guy dropped it. But yeah, the, the pick six, I'll, I'll get to that one later. Um, we, we had, we had, we, we, we had a lot going on when we were watching that game. There was, there was a lot of yelling and screaming and uh, when that, at that point in the game, but um, they, they did turn things around. They, they pulled it out. Obviously they won 31 to 24. Um, I feel like things obviously started to turn around, uh, you know, kind of at that, that turn in the, the second quarter where they went downfield, scored to made a beautiful throw to Parker, um, you know, and then they get in the end zone, Duke Johnson's first of two touchdowns um, on that drive. The, the Jets then had a, had a really fluky kind of trick play that, uh, that got them another touchdown. Uh, so they got up 17 to seven and then we got the, uh, the field goal by, uh, you know, to, to, to end the half. To only go down seven at halftime, I think, was kind of a moral victory for how poorly they played in that first half. And then the defense in the second half was it was lights out. I mean, they they the, the third their third quarter stats. I mean, I think they had like seven yards in the third quarter, something crazy like that. Right, they ran out of their tricks. The defense seemed to have woken up. They started blitzing. They got the pressure on Wilson, and and boy, I, I gotta say. Um, you know, he, he looks like he's you know, he might be a little bit of a pain just because he's, he's a little bit more mobile than I thought. But I, I think we're really going to enjoy watching this kid play for the next couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think he his arm talent is enough to uh, overcome the jet, the stink of jets on him. He looked I mean, once they you know, once they they ran out of their little script and, you know, their their little trickeration, like he just, he looked exactly like what I had what I expected. Just inaccurate seems, you know. It got happy feet in the pocket, seemed, you know, incapable of, of making the correct reads. Um, yeah, that was that was nice. Uh, that, that, that made me feel a lot better about things. Um, you know, and then the Dolphins, obviously, they came roaring out. Uh, you know, they, they tied the game up. Defense, obviously, was shutting shutting the Jets down. Um, then the Dolphins went up 24-17. There was some punting, uh, it seemed like, back and forth. Um, the Dolphins had a, I believe it was a second and long they had a Duke Johnson had a long run call back. This was in the fourth quarter. They're up by seven back, backed up in their own territory after a holding penalty. And I mean, it, I, I agree. It was a terrible, terrible pass by, or not a terrible pass, but a terrible, Decision. just a terrible play call. Like why is Hunter long out there? First of all, it was a lazy route that he ran. Like he, like the defender obviously was not fooled at all. Find your um, Chevy. What are you doing to me, man? You cut me off. I had a, I, I was making a point about I didn't pick cu- six. I didn't cut you off. I was trying to pull up the play-by-play, and it started playing a stupid ad. Okay, I see what happened there. But anyway, the um, I just I mean I I like them being aggressive. Like I like I like them being aggressive. I just don't know why Hunter Long is split wide. The guy has been has shown nothing all season. And then it's just that the play call was just odd. And then the, the, the jet defender who was a rookie just jumped it and, you know, hadn't had walked into the end zone um, to it. It was credit bounce right back, let him right down the fields. Um, big third down and nine uh, down in the red zone to hit, hit Parker throw. Wasn't great. It was a little behind him, but you know, got, got the touchdown, but you know, for the most part, they ran the ball to get down there. And, you know, I touched on it a little bit, but Duke Johnson was, I mean, I don't think, and we were talking about this when we were watching the game. I can't remember the last, I, I don't think there's been any game in the Flores era, like where we had like a running back that, that would play on other NFL teams carrying the bulk of the load. Um, and, and you saw what that looked like. I mean, he had 20 carries at over hundred yards, two touchdowns, had a nice play on a screen pass. Um, you know, he's, that is an NFL running back. He's young. I, I hope we see more of him. Like him and Lindsay are, those are two NFL running backs that, you know, can play Gaskins fine as like a complimentary piece to me, but. I just I, I hope we see more of Johnson down the stretch. As as a Gaskin truther, um, it was 
it was amazing to see like Duke looked like every every time he get to the line, he could like he would like turn sideways and kind of squeak through those first tackles where Gaskin would have gotten hit and went down. Like I like Gaskin as a player. I think you know he he's solid. But he, he's fine. As, I mean, he belongs in the NFL. Right. He's just a, he's not a number one. Back. He's not he's a, a number complimentary one. And guy. I thought, and honestly, with a better offensive line, obviously he could probably be a lot more useful. But just watching the way Duke Johnson, like, knew what, you know, knew how to take the lanes and how to make a guy miss. And it was something. And again, it's the Jets. They're terrible. Gaskin Correct. didn't have a bad day, had 50, 50 rushing yards on like, yeah, but most nine, of that came on like a thirty-yard attempts or something. Uh, yeah, that, that thirty-yard run. So I mean, you're right. Gaskin ended up with his numbers looked fine, but it just looks so much different. Johnson seems like a you know he's he's a seasoned NFL running back that has, has patience. He can you know that's that was the biggest thing that stood out to me was whereas Gaskin in in his defense and Ahmed as well like they're they're constantly trying they have to make guys miss in the backfield right like yeah. there's always someone back there as soon as they get the ball. Johnson just seemed a little bit more calm. Like he seemed like you know he could make that first guy miss, but it wasn't so like it didn't take all of his energy to make that first guy miss. And then he'd get out or find the hole, find the lane, sneak through it a little bit. And again, you're right. It's the jets. They're a terrible defense, but um, you know, it's a good test this week. And it, it's, it's really leading us into um, what we wanted to talk about before the break is going into new Orleans on Monday night. There's a lot to talk about now, but I'm hoping Duke Johnson is the feature back. And I hope we get to see, you know, more of that and see if, if this was a fluke or if this guy actually can what be, do you, you know, a, a lead back for this do team. Do you think he's going to be the featured back? Cause I don't, I hope he, I, I think he's, I mean, they signed him. They, 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 they you know, they signed yeah. him after the game. So he's, you know, he's an active roster guy the rest of the way. That means he'll be on the team the rest of the season, barring injury. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't see how you could, I don't see how you, don't go with that. Like at least until he proves that he can't. Oh, I, like, I mean, so. he's going to get snaps. I just don't know if it's, we're looking at a 50, 50 here. Cause obviously Gaskin didn't get to practice. And that's probably, that's the main reason why he didn't right. play in the first half at all. Basically. I, I guess we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, the coaches and they obviously know more than I do about this, believe it or not. Um, I, 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 I just meant, yeah. Cause I'm curious, like, what you think they will do because because this whole season like there's been like five games that Gaskin didn't technically start where there would be like Malcolm Brown would be out there or somebody else would be out there to start and he'd still get like 80 percent of the touches and it's like so I don't know what I don't know if that's because they don't like him and they but they can't find anybody better until now you know like Lindsay might have gotten run if he didn't get hurt um you know, he had it after that game, but again, one, he made that one block. We all love on the big throw and he looked okay, but I don't know if, you know, you, one game doesn't tell us a lot. So I would be curious. I do want to see more of Duke Johnson. I want to see more of, of Philip Lindsay and, uh, Oh, you got a kitty cat there in the picture. Pretty nice. <laughs> distracted. Me. You know, I'm easily distracted by, by, uh, kittens. I do. I do know that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, and, and you never really know with this team what they're going to do. Cause there's been other times where, I mean, Lindsay, I thought looked good when he got his shot earlier, but then he, you know, he was hurt after that and then COVID. So, um, but I just feel like, you know, Philip Lindsay, Duke Johnson, these are, these are NFL running backs that have had success in the league. They're not too, you know, they're not old and beaten up. Like they're, they're still like mid to late twenties. 
they've had success. And I, I think, you know, I, it bears exploring at this point in the season, you know, as we still try to figure out what this identity on offense is, you know, if we can have some semblance of a running game that actually, you know, that I, I like, I, I will say this. I like that this team has not given up on the run in spite of how terrible it's been. They continue to try it. So they, they have to, to keep the other teams off balance. But I, I think with actual threats back there, like it could make things a lot easier for Tua. And I, again, he didn't play his best game against the Jets on Sunday, but um, you know, this is, this is a big opportunity on Monday going into New Orleans. That's a very good defense. They just shut the bears out. Uh, I'm sorry, the bears, the bucks, they just shut the bucks out on, on Sunday night football. Um, uh, it's going to be a great game. I know there's uh, you know, there's a lot of COVID issues going on. We'll, we'll talk about that, but I think this is, we're going to learn a lot about this team. On I don't Monday know. Night. I don't know if you can give the, uh, the saints a lot of credit, you know, how could you expect Brady to succeed if he's missing some of his top targets? You know, we, we've never we've never uh, seen. I sense some sarcasm in your voice there, <laughs> well, Mister Mister Rob Timist. Two has gone like, how many games has he played with all of his top receiving? Zero in? games, <laughs> zero. There's maybe one. Oh, the first the first page. No, even the first Patriots game. They no, like, they had Parker and Waddle in that game, but that's like Waddle's but even first la- game. And last year, I mean, there was no the receiving core was decimated, and now like. And now right. all of a sudden the greatest player of all time is missing his – and he was throwing the garbage. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't even think they had Brashad Perryman in that game. They had guys I'd never even heard of. But, you know, let's, I'm just saying that that excuse wasn't good enough for Tua, but the, it's good enough for the for, for good old Tommy boy. So touched on it a little bit. The Saints' misfortune. Um, well, before both we do that, of their quarterbacks. Oh, what? What's that, Rob? Let's just pour a little out for uh, Will Fuller and his. Uh, how many uh, catches did he have this season? Because he he ain't <laughs> three, he ain't, I think, or four. That's not bad. Yeah. That's that's how many hundreds? How many? How many millions of dollars per catch is that? Ten million dollars yeah. for that? Yeah. So yeah, he's not coming back this season. They they actually uh, they 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 made that official, and I think there's definitely something going on behind the scenes there. But um, well, remember, regardless, he did have personal. He did he was away for personal issues. So like it was at some point. So I mean, I don't know. I, who knows what's going on? It could be could be a real mental thing. You know, like Ridley. There's players that are dealing with stuff outside of uh, just the, their bodies and whatever. So I don't want to. If it's a true mental health issue, I'm not going to pile on a guy. But you know, I want my ten million dollars. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Well, he's he's going to get it. So, um, okay. So the Saints, both of their uh, they have two quarterbacks on the roster uh, that have NFL experience. Taysom Hill and uh, Trevor Simeon both have tested positive for COVID as of today, which is Thursday. Um, I don't know if you know this for a fact, Rob, but I believe you mentioned that Taysom Hill is not vaccinated. I don't know if he's come out and said that publicly, but I, that would that would definitely rule him out for Monday night. I had heard that because he was all automatically ruled out as a close contact, but then it turned out he did test positive also. But I think he was just out just as a close contact, which would mean he was not vaccinated because if you're a vaccinated and a close contact, you'd still get to play if you didn't test positive. But then I heard he tested positive anyway, so... I am ninety nine percent sure they're both they're both already out. Like there's no chance for them to play. Hill was the only guy that kind of worried me. Although I feel like this defense is tailor made to stop quarterbacks like Hill. We've seen it with Lamar Jackson and Cam Newton several times, or not several times. One time with Lamar Jackson, several times with Cam Newton. 
Um, and it's funny because that, that, that this defense to, does very well against quarterbacks that are more of a runner and less of a it passer. It used to be like our, our, our it used to be our Achilles heel. We used to not be able to deal with that at all. But but again, it's funny. Even though it was very different when we played Carolina, you know, the first half of that game they had McCaffrey and Cam. And that's kind of like a Camara where you know they a Camara Hill kind of situation. You know, a running quarterback can't really throw and a dynamic running receiving threat and we kept McCaffrey in check while he was before he got hurt like completely in that game so honestly so all of I feel all good of this means about they're off about playing that offense right so what all of this means is we're going to see Ian Book in most most likelihood he is a rookie out of Notre Dame he was drafted in the fourth round by the New Orleans Saints um, I'm not a huge college football fan. I remember seeing Ian book play some games because Notre Dame, uh, did make some college football playoffs during his tenure. He's the most, he's the winningest quarterback, I guess, in Notre Dame history, but he did not look very good. And from what I read on, um, you know, just, just reading up, uh, things about him and the saints taking him in the fourth round, uh, most people were not happy with that pick. Um, you know, maybe, maybe Peyton sees something in him. I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's ready for the NFL uh, from, from all the things that I've read and heard. I didn't even know he was on the team. Uh, keep in mind, Jameis Winston is supposed to be their number one quarterback, and he's been out um, you know, since, I believe, like week seven uh, with an ACL injury. So you have you know, no Jameis Winston, no Taysom Hill. Trevor Simeon has played uh, for them a couple times this season and looked passable, but now you're down to, uh, to, to Ian Book. And as I mentioned, I wasn't really concerned about them on offense as much as I was their defense. And uh, Rob, you were saying there, there, there are some positive COVID tests on the defensive side of the ball for the Saints. So yeah, Malcolm Jenkins has all their safety has gone to the COVID list. And then there's, there's a number, there's like six other players that went, uh, they're listed as backups. I don't know them by name, whether they're how much they, contribute but one of but there is a safety there's a defensive lineman a defensive tackle there's like which you know they even when you're not a starter those are guys that maybe maybe we're rotating in so so making them thin thin at those positions uh is is nice especially down Malcolm Jenkins now you're down a backup safety as well um and anything to slow down a pass rush is going to be okay in my book uh since we our offensive line is even our better playing offensive line is still bad They've, they've Agreed. Elevated. This is, this is going to be the first really good defense we've played probably since the Ravens. Although the Panthers do have a pretty solid pass rush as well. Um, but, and then the Giants aren't bad on defense either. So, I mean, I guess, you know, this is, this isn't a top NFL defense though. So I, I think the strategy has to be, don't turn the ball over. Don't make mistakes. Let the defense do what they do and, you know, keep, you know, keep it a low scoring game. Um, you know, I, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll we'll see on Monday night, but that 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 kind of has to be the game plan, which is why I feel like they need to feature those those running backs that have a little bit more seasoning on them. Don't don't you think, Rob? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree, but I mean, I, I that's a double edged sword, though. You want the guys who've been practicing all year, all season with the with the offense and the offensive line, or the guys that have more experience but maybe not in the as much in well the here's thing. it's a yeah and here's the luxury right for us we're going into this game relatively healthy like this is probably the healthiest we've been all year like aside from will fuller who hasn't played all year anyway but you know two is look i mean he's he's probably close to 100 waddles off the covid list um Devontae parker is uh is back and playing well gusecki's 
playing well. The offensive line is it's the unit that was that we started the year with. I mean, they're not great, but they're, you know, it's all the number ones that we had. You have the full running back room. Now defense is, is really healthy. Um, you know, knock on wood. Um, this should be, you know, we're going in, we're getting healthy. You know, it gives you the luxury of, of seeing which of those running backs has the hot hand and, and maybe you can rely on them a little bit more. Yeah, true. Uh, so my prediction for this game, we're coming up on the break here is, um, I think the dolphins, like I said, I think they're going to grit it out. Um, I, I originally said 20 to 10, I feel like 20 points might be a little too much. So I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go 17 to nine Miami. Uh, that was the same exact score I picked last week. <laughs> it wow. Is. Go me. Good yeah. This, you. this week it's going to be 17 to nine. So I, um, one, one thing to mention is the, uh, the these the all these players going to the COVID have swung the line six points. Dolphins were three point underdogs. They are now three point favorites. Three and a half is when I saw when it started. Oh, three and a half. They were three and a half point underdogs. Oh, oh, I got you. Okay, so six and a half point swing. Um, yep. I still think their defense is going to be. Um, that's for you. You changed it. You knew I picked like I said, like 13 9, and you went and tried to. I think you said 13 to 6. You can still you right. have 13 oh, to 6. 13 I wouldn't, six. that wouldn't shock me either. I like that. I'm, I'm taking it. Yeah, I don't, um, but I don't expect. I mean, obviously, there's a fluky play. We do, we run a, a high risk, you know, high reward type of defense. So big plays. Camara is a, you know, is a hell of a player. None of their wide receivers really scare me. So, uh, I think the defense wins this game. I think so too. And that hopefully gets us to eight and seven going into the Tennessee game, which, uh, you know, is, is going to be huge. So let's, you know, obviously we'll see how this all plays out. Uh, it's a big game on Monday night. It's, it's nice to see us playing meaningful football. Um, I really didn't think we'd be in this position. So I'm, I'm super excited about I it. I told you. Um, <laughs> the Rob optimism has, has rubbed off on me. the Rob optimism is there. Actually, I'm seeing it in the, in the proof is in the pudding the way they're playing. All right. So we are at uh, time for the first segment. Um, when you come back, uh, if you come back, please come back. We'll do pick them and uh, please stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com with over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day. Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. And we are back. Um, Rob, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody how Pick'em went last week? I think you're, you're, you're continuing to inch closer to me. I am. It's, it's, it's too little too late. Hopefully not what's happening to the Dolphins, but I, I edged you two to one again. Uh, my one loss being the one I wanted to lose, I put my stink on picking the Pats. And we all know that uh, the Colts took care of them handily. Well, I don't know if it was handily, but it was pretty handily. Um, but then you made two terrible picks. You liked the Falcons. You thought nine and a half was too much against the 49ers. I did. Uh, it was not. And you also thought the Bucks would win by more than 11, where the under-over 
was less than 11. <laughs> I know. That's yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But hey, you win some, you lose some. I'm still way up on you for the year. What's the what's the tally for the year? I believe it's, it's 23 to 16. 23 to 16. Get winning by one, two to one is not that's not gonna get it done. I need I need, yeah. I need straight out. What do we got? Oh, Clean sweeps. I need three six nine. That'll do it though. I'll I can beat you with a couple, but I need to actually get a couple sweeps here. All right, let's go to, uh, why don't you pull up the games and uh, let's get started. I know the Thursday night game is the San Francisco 49ers favored by three and a half on the road at the Tennessee Titans. We thought the Titans were going to run away kind of with their division and secure the playoff spot. They're falling fast. Um, you know, they're three and three now without Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill looks like well, to be, and, uh, Ryan, the Ryan Tannehill. To be we fair, remember. he's also been playing without A.J. Brown and Julio Jones is a is a ghost. He's He's a shell I mean, but okay. <laughs> but I'm saying that's their I mean, two best. That's their two best offensive players. I mean, yes, you could. It's it's hard, you know. Yeah, I mean that uh, AJ Brown does come back tonight, so they got Brown and Julio Jones, and I mean, on, honestly, Dante Foreman, the running back that they've been using in place of Henry, has not been bad. He's um, not been bad, but but Hen but Henry allows allows right, you to play differently, Correct. right? You that you have to you have to put people up there and the play action. I mean, but it's it's not either like, way. I like the 49ers. Like, it's not like Tannehill was will... was Mahomes and we and we never knew it. He was in the no, best I, I situation for him, right? Well, he was played great and he he's good enough if you've got the team around him, but the team's not around him anymore. So yeah, so I like I like the 49ers in this game. That'll bring them down to the Titans to nine and six if they lose, and then we get to play them next week. Um, I don't know. It'll make for an interesting interesting story as we go into it. But yeah, I like the 49ers to win this game and cover. Obviously, there are a lot of teams ahead of us that are playing as underdogs. I think three of three of the four are like you know, not favored in the games of teams that we would like to see lose. So this this is this will again every week. <laughs> You know, Monday morning, it's going to be nice going and looking and see what happened and and seeing what the, how those uh how that in the hunt. I'm there. There's even a path where we're like, I think we can get to the seventh seed if everything falls correctly. It's probably would like also require like something like the Texans beating the Chargers or something that's not going to happen. But you know, we're we're we're, we're darn. So do you like the 49ers or do you like the Titans in this game? I like the 49ers. There we go. Cleveland Browns plus plus seven and a half going into Lambeau. Uh, I like the Packers. This is the Browns are obviously a team we need to lose as well. Uh, I don't know. You want the Browns, Rob? No, no, I'm not. I'm going to save my stink. I don't, right, I don't need right. to put right. it on the Browns. Indianapolis Colts plus one and a half at the Cardinals. I like the Colts in this game. Uh, the Cardinals have not been good at home. Uh, they were good on the road until they met that buzzsaw known as the Detroit Lions last <laughs> week. That they was, look like they're in trouble. The Cardinals don't look as as good as no, they did and Murray's on. hasn't looked good. He hasn't he's not running without Hopkins. He can't really throw as much as well. They're they I mean You on you on board with the Colts then? I'm here? on board with the Colts. I feel it's weird because that the Cardinals are one of those teams like nobody believed they were nobody believed they were as good as they were when they were the you know, like undefeated. And now we yeah. know why. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus ten at the Panthers. Think it happens two weeks in a row, Rob? Uh, I do not. Yeah, I, the Panthers I, are terrible. I mean, the Saints, honestly, like you know, they have a good defense and they're well coached. 
Well, um, and the reason I took them, the Saints play the Bucks well for whatever reason. It's just like that too. that's one of those division teams where they're they're it's always yeah. it, they own them for whatever reason. Yeah, and the Panthers are are just garbage. I mean, I guess you said they might get Sam Darnold back, which I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I, mean, uh, is, I like the Bucks. It is so, if I like Cam the Newton's their quarterback. <laughs> oof, oof. All right, Los Angeles Chargers uh, favored by ten and a half going into Houston. Uh, would be great if Houston could uh, shock the world here and do us a favor. What do you think, Rob? Is going to happen? No, I don't think so. All right. New York Giants plus 10 at Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, it'll be the Mike Lennon show for the rest of the season, I guess, for the Giants. Uh, I guess I like the well, Eagles. The Eagles are going to be 8-7 and seven after think, this week. That's crazy. I think they Ooh, pulled gosh. him for, for Jake Fromm last week, so they might even just get, let's see what Jake can do. <laughs> but But Daniel Jones is done for the year officially. All right. Ooh, Baltimore Ravens plus three at the Bengals. That line changed when I uh, initially took the Bengals. It was three and a half. Can you uh, can you update the sheet? Make nope. It, make when, it three? We, when we we made it, you you agreed to that. All right. I'm going with the Bengals. I don't care. I'll take three and a half. It says three now, but I'll go with three and a half. So yeah, I'm gonna kind of to put my stink on Baltimore a little bit too. I don't believe in the I don't believe in the Bengals. I think they're good, but I don't. I don't know. I don't believe in them either. I just the Ravens are sinking like a stone. I know, but they played they played really well against the Green Bay, oddly enough, with Huntley. So I don't know. Okay. I just, this is just one of those like the Ravens know how to win late in the season division, big division game. I don't know if true. the Bengals can. And the Bengals crushed them the first time, so I don't see that this happening true. again. So I just that's just like a gut call more than anything. Take the points. It's good for us either way, honestly. Um, I think we. we I mean, I guess rather, we want the Bengals to win the division. Win. I think that yeah, because we get the tiebreaker with the Ravens. They're but. already ahead, or they they're already have it. So we'd rather, yeah, we'd rather the Bengals win. All right, Lions plus six at Atlanta. Uh, Goff might not play. Lions obviously coming off the, the most shocking win of the season. Uh, I think um, I like the Falcons here. It's in Atlanta. Not like the Falcons are great, but the Lions are the Lions. Uh, I agree. If Goff was playing and the line was, I, I think this line probably moved because of that. Right. I would love the six points, like just because they're two crappy teams. Um, but yeah. yeah. Speaking of two crappy teams, Ooh, the wow. Jacksonville Jaguars at the New York Jets can, uh, on can Sunday. I Boy, retroactively apologize to the Lions and Falcons for calling them two crappy teams when the <laughs> next game is the Jags and Jets. Uh, sadly enough, the, the Jets have, have you know played us close twice, and the Jaguars actually beat us. So, um, Jaguars plus one. I, I think they have mailed this season in. I think it's been a disaster. Um, somehow they won against us. Uh, I don't see them winning in New York. I, not like the Jets are great, but they at least look like they have a game plan and they're they're trying to win. Not to pull out my timely references of the Matthew Broderick classic war games, but. That's all I can think of when I see these two. The The only winning move is not to play. I don't want to bet it. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to know anything about it. All right. Rams uh, favored by three and a half going into Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's been one of those weird teams. Every game they play is close, but uh, I like the Rams here. It's, it's indoors. Rams should yeah, Rams should, Rams should take this one. I wouldn't be surprised. There's the weird – I mean, the if, if, you, if you like betting – the Vikings three and a half. They'll probably lose by a field goal, so those three that half point might help you. But yeah, I, I, I'm not. I don't have that kind of cojones. 
Here we go. This is a big one. Buffalo Bills at New England Patriots. Buffalo by two. Um, so New England helped us out. Buffalo they, plus uh, two. Last week they lost on Saturday night in Indianapolis, as I said they would. Uh, I feel like I know that the Colts crushed the Bills earlier in the season, but I just feel like the Bills are a better team than the Patriots, and I think they're going to win. I think they should have won in Buffalo, except for the terrible coaching. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like they win. I feel like they win. They go up there, they win, and then the division is now in their hands, and we can beat the Patriots in the, at the end of the season and take the wild card. I 100% agree with everything you said. I think that was a fluky game with the with the weather that you know where nobody was allowed to could throw and punting and kicking was a was a mess. Um but that said, I'm going to I'm going to put my stink on the Pats minus 2 and let you uh let you be, uh-huh. this be the one you win. I hope you're wrong again. Hope you're wrong again. All right. Uh Chicago Bears getting six and a half going into Seattle. Boy, Justin Fields just looks terrible. Give me the Seahawks. I don't know if he looks terrible. I mean, he looks like a rookie with a terrible coach. I'll take the Bears. I think the Seahawks. Russ, Russ, look, is there something wrong with Russ? He is missing throws that he does not miss. That is true. Something wrong. All right. So we have our three games. Let's go through the rest of the slate. Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. Broncos favored by one. Weirdly Um, important to us, but weirdly not. Right? They're they're both. We're tied with both of these teams at seven and seven. They both have a brutal schedule for their remaining games that I don't think they they may not win any of them. So it really doesn't matter who wins. I agree. I feel like if if Bridgewater plays, the Broncos win. If he doesn't, maybe the Raiders can win. But the Raiders barely beat Nick Mullins last week, so I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not. I, I yeah, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. Right. Pittsburgh plus seven and a half going into KC. Um, I think we both like the Chiefs here. The line feels a little high, just given you know some of the things. Well, this, I, I, Cal- Kelsey's on the down. COVID list, it right? Was, it was like nine and a half. I mean, I but like I think Hill and Kelsey. Yeah, if Hill and Kelsey don't play, I mean, they don't. It's this Chiefs aren't like super deep, and it's but you know, the they're, Chiefs. They're, but the Chiefs that, have been doing it with defense, like like more than I mean. You're right, though. That's still it. Does I'm not. Me. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking the Chiefs. The Pitts, the Steelers are. Uh, I don't know, but they're they're still ahead of us somehow. I don't think the Chiefs haven't covered since since I since they since they right. won big and I and I said I'm I'm riding them the rest of the year. So yeah. All right, football team plus ten going into Dallas. Uh, yeah, the wheels have fallen off the uh, the football team. Uh, I like the Cowboys. Yeah, that's who cares. But yeah. And then we got our Monday nighter, just, which we already talked about. Something so. that I just want to—I don't remember the game last week, but I made fun of the thirty-nine point over/under. Um, this Dolphins Saints game now with with Ian Book is a book Brock Book. What's his name? Ian Book with Ian Book. It is a thirty-six and a half point under over. And if you Take if you under. recall our <laughs> our score totals. We Even if he'll play, we are I'd predicting the under. the under. So, yeah, not exciting for non-fans. Probably a crummy Monday night game for the rest of the league, but for uh, us Dolphin fans, I'm hoping it'll be an exciting one. Yes, sir. All right, um, we actually got through that pretty quick. So, why don't we uh, hop over to uh, to fantasy camp, Rob? Why don't you tell everybody what happened last week? So you 
took Duke Johnson, and that pretty much sealed it right there. Um, you you picked first, and you went with Parker. I went Waddle Gasicki. You took Duke and Duke Johnson. Johnson beat you on his own. Oh yeah, he. I mean, he beat. He probably would have won most weeks. Um, if we look, <laughs> if we look back here, how many times does twenty four fantasy points uh, win? Yeah, a decent um, amount. But you went with Duke and Isaiah Ford. I actually went on a limb and I took Gaskin. And when I heard he was going to play, I'm like, this is in the bag. I'm winning this. Um, I did not win it. It's okay. Like I said last week, as long as I, as long as some of these players do well, I'm happy. And uh, it, I would have been fine if 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 it was uh, Gaskin that had the monster game and, and you won. That would have been fine. So. All right. Um, well, I did pick first last week, so you got the first pick this time, and uh, your favorite player of all time is back. So uh, go ahead, oh, Rob. By the way, I was look. I totally messed that up from what I said. I was looking at this week's picks and not last week's. Um, I did, obviously did not take Waddle last week. I had Gasicki and Wilson as my uh, first two picks. Yeah. All right, yeah. so now that I am first and Waddle is back and my team is the Waddlers, I get to obviously take Waddle because he is the number one pick all the time. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna go a little off uh, off target here from what we've done all season. I'm gonna go with uh, now that we have the full offense back. Um, I'm gonna go with Parker and uh, and the Duke. Give me Parker and the Duke. I'm gonna pass on Gasek. Let you take him. Wow, I wouldn't. I probably would not have done that. Although you know, it's just because I don't know if they're going to give him the full workload. So I w- I'll take Gasicki and Gaskin. I will uh I will go with that. I think uh I think they're going to go back to him more than they probably should. Um so one thing uh you did you had you had your sneaky good pick last week of uh, Isaiah Ford who had a quiet quietly nice game. Had that nice over the shoulder catch. I uh, made two other catches as well. Um I like what I've seen from Isaiah Ford this year. He seems like a legit number like i think he could be a legit number three option on this offense you know in in terms of the receiving game actually number four behind gusecki but yeah i think he's a nice little complimentary piece now that we have everybody back i think he's actually pretty solid so give me isaiah ford and i'm gonna take philip Lindsay because i feel like you know he maybe he's the guy that gets the hot hand in this game oh that's just a wasted pick which is what this pick always is by the way i the my ford was a sneaky pick because i figured he'd be a he'd get some of the waddle throws right he'll take some of those routes um yeah so with waddle back i you know i wouldn't like it as much um the only so i kind of joked about taking uh christian wilkins here <laughs> Thinking they get a good shot at a touchdown again, but the I'll offense take, and the defense. Yeah, I'll take Mac Hollins. He he kind of he's he's Preston. He's basically replaced Preston Williams as the backup Parker. And now that Parker's back, you don't we don't need either of them. But Preston's been kind of absent. You know, even I yeah, he's well, been completely absent. Completely absent. Yeah. So I'll take very disappointing. Yeah. I'll I'll do my Hollins Holland uh turn here. I'll take Mac Hollins and then I'll take uh Javon Holland, the our Pro Bowl snub, um, as my defensive player. Nice. I like that. Um I do feel like there's like I said, it's gonna be a defensive game. I feel like hopefully that pick six happens this week. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take X. I feel like that pick six happens this week. 
All right. Nice. That's another, another uh, exciting episode of uh, Miami Dolphins fantasy camp on the, uh, the blowhole on Finsider radio. So uh, before we get into some nonsense, um, I will uh, mention we have, uh, you know, our, our Twitter at T blowhole. Um, we also have uh, our Instagram, uh, the blowhole podcast uh, that's on Instagram and then our Gmail um, again, which is uh, the blowhole radio at gmail.com. So oh uh, Scott did send us another email last week. Scott, what's up? Thanks for listening. Scott. Really appreciate you. So guys, yeah. Anybody that wants to, uh, to add us or, you know, any, any of that stuff, there's a, uh, you know, lots of, lots of nonsense going on there. Uh, speaking of which, have you seen, did you see Spider-Man yet? I have not. Okay. I, I, just, I went on Monday. It was amazing. I, I really liked it. I haven't. It was. I really haven't had a chance. Spider-Man. It's. Uh. It's obvious. I'm. I'm going to go see it in the theater. It's just been. Uh. Been a little hectic here. The re. The reason. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you, you will. I don't think you'll be just. Dis- if you liked all of the, you know, I mean, for the most part, the Spider-Man movies. Um. You know, but like the previous ones. There's a lot of fan service, but it's. Really, really well. I did not. I think I only watched. Amazing. I think I only watched one of the uh, Garfield ones. Okay. Yeah. Willem Dafoe was great. Um, Spoiler. Kind of steals the show. He's in the he's in the commercials. Like they like he knows. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was James Franco. It wasn't. (laughs) Um, Cool. I finished Hawkeye as well. Did you? uh, No. Hawkeye. I haven't finished it yet. I got to get to that. It's, yeah, uh, it was good. It was solid ending. We're uh, the the lady got COVID, so we're in different. We're spending most of our time in different rooms as I'm testing negative and asymptomatic, and she's sick, so I can't really. Uh, that was a show we were watching together. I hear you. I hear you, man. Well, I hope uh, I hope she gets better soon, and uh, I hope everybody out there stays healthy and safe. And uh, go Dolphins! We needed this one on Monday night. Let's go.